I realize that there are times when your faith seems to be tested. There are times where you feel like the servant Job, where everything around you seems to be failing you. Every attempt that you make at doing a deed of righteousness, you are bombarded with all kinds of situations and circumstances. Even your friends, as they did with Job, sometimes give you bad advice. Sometimes they fail to listen to and recognize that you're in a place of hurt, that you're in a position where you are facing all of this pressure. My encouragement to you as we bring this episode today is to remain faithful. Even though you go through what you go through, remain faithful. In order to understand the basis of Scripture, we must place ourselves in the context from which they were written. As the Scriptures confirm, there is power of life and death in the tongue, and in order for us to overstand the words spoken, we must acquire a superior knowledge which comes from the Creator, Most High, the Beneficent, the Most Merciful. This podcast is dedicated to the seeking of knowledge, the reading of written word, and the understanding of the will of the Most High Creator of the ends of the universe. May He forgive me if I do or say anything wrong. Welcome to an Overstanding Word podcast, where we discuss context of scripture in order to overstand the words within or intended applications thereof. Welcome back to another episode here on An Overstanding Word. I'm your host, Nakia. And today, as we dive into this particular episode, I want you to listen to the response of your Lord in regards to all of the things that you go through and that you face, all of the calamities. Our hope is that in bringing you this particular episode of Job 38, it would bring you into a newfound appreciation for those struggles and those times that we go through. Just as a diamond is shaped by the pressure and the heat of the earth, this is the same thing that happens to the believer. The believer's character is shaped and tested regularly by the things that we face on a day-to-day, the trials and tribulations that we go through. But the beautiful thing is this. After all of that cutting, shaping, and the heat that is exposed to the diamond, The diamond comes out as this beautiful, magnificent gem. And that is what your creator thinks about you. So at the end of the day, when all of those things that have happened to you are over with and done, when your friends leave and abandon you or bring accusations against you, when even your loved ones who dwell within your own home lack the understanding that is necessary to truly show the empathy that is necessary for you, to be able to see the love that they have for you. We still should remain faithful because as you will see here, it was through Job's faith that he finally got the answers to the questions that he had been asking. If we seeketh, surely he shall provide. And if you seek wisdom as the Proverbs state and understanding, then you know that in getting that understanding, it brings about clarity for you. So as a believer, it strengthens your faith 
and be able to get a response in regards to your faith. Be able to see the works and the labors and the fruits of your labor to manifest themselves in front of you. So let's dive into this Job chapter 38. Job chapter 38 begins with this. Who is this that questions my wisdom with such ignorant words? Brace yourself like a man, because I have some questions for you, and you must answer them. Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me if you know so much. Who determined its dimensions and stretched out the surveying line? What supports its foundations? And who laid its cornerstone as the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy? Who kept the sea inside its boundaries as it burst from the womb? And as I clothed it with clouds and wrapped it with thick darkness, for I locked it behind barred gates, limiting its shores. I said, this far and no farther will you come. Here, your pride waves must stop. Have you ever commanded the morning to appear and caused the dun to rise in the east? Have you ever made daylight spread to the ends of the earth to bring an end to the night's wickedness? As the light approaches, the earth takes shape like clay pressed beneath a seal. It is robed in brilliant colors. The light absorbs the wickedness and stops the arm that is raised in violence. Have you explored the springs from which the seas come? Have you explored their depths? Do you know where the gates of death are located? Have you seen the gates of utter gloom? Do you realize the extent of the earth? Tell me about it, if you know. Where does light come from? And where does darkness go? Can you take each to its home? Do you know how to get there? But of course you know all this, for you were born before it was all created, and you are so very experienced. Have you visited the storehouses of the snow or seen the storehouses of hell? I have reserved them as weapons for the time of trouble, for the day of battle and war. And that's all in parentheses, just FYI, the part that says, I have reserved them as weapons for the time of trouble and for the day of battle and war. That's verse 23. Verse 24, for the torrents of rain. Who laid out the path for the lightning? Who makes the rain fall on barren land in a desert where no one lives? Who sends rain to satisfy the parched ground and make the tender grass spring up? Does the rain have a father? Who gives birth to the dew? Who is the mother of ice? Who gives birth to the frost from the heavens? For the waters turn to ice as hard as rock and the surface of the water freezes. Can you direct the movement of the stars, binding the cluster of Pleiades or loosening the cords of Orion? Can you direct the constellations through the seasons or guide the bear with her cubs across the heavens? Do you know the laws of the universe? Can you use them to regulate the earth? Can you shout to the clouds and make it rain? Can you make lightning appear and cause it to strike as you direct? Who gives intuition to the heart and instinct to the mind? Ooh, now that's some wisdom right there. Who is wise enough to count all the clouds? Who can till the water jars of heaven when the parched ground is dry and the soil has hardened into clots? Can you stalk prey 
for the lioness and satisfy the young lioness's appetite as they lie in their dens or crouch in the thicket? Who provides food for the ravens when their young cry out to God and wonder about in hunger? And that's the end of Job 38. I want to bring you a bonus, though, because this questioning continues. It continues as the creator brings about the mysteries that humans often wonder about. Chapter 39 begins with this. Do you know when the wild goats give birth? Have you watched as deer are born in the wild? Do you know how many months they carry their young? Are you aware of the time of their delivery? They crouch down and give birth to their young and deliver their offsprings. Their young grow up in the open fields and leave home and never return. Who gives the wild donkey its freedom? Who untied its ropes? Ooh, surely there are some ropes and some freedoms that need to be brought about unto a people. If the people would just recognize who they are. Ooh, surely there's some wild donkeys that need freedom. Mm, mm, mm. Verse 6. I have placed it in the wilderness. Its home is the wasteland. It hates the noise of the city. The mountains are its pasture land, where it searches for every blade of grass. Will the wild ox consent to being tame? Will it spend the night in your stall? Can you hitch a wild ox to a plow? Will it plow a field for you? Given its strength, can you trust it? Can you leave and trust the ox to do your work? Can you rely on it to bring home your grain and deliver it to your threshing floor? The ostrich flaps her wings grandly, but they are no match for the feathers of the stork. She lays her eggs on top of the earth, letting them be warmed in the dust. She doesn't worry that a foot might crush them or a wild animal may destroy them. She is harsh towards her young, as if they were not her own. She doesn't care if they die, for God has deprived her of wisdom. He has given her no understanding. But whenever she jumps up to run, she passes the swiftest horse with its rider. Have you given the horse its strength or clothed its neck with the flowing mane? Did you give it the ability to leap like a locust? Its majestic snorting is terrifying and rejoices in its strength when it charges out to battle. It laughs at fear and is unafraid. It does not run from the sword. The arrows rage against it and the spear and javelin flash. It paws the ground fiercely and rushes forward into battle when the ram's horn blows. It snorts at the sound of the horn. It senses the battle in the distance. It quivers at the captain's commands and the noise of battle. Is it your wisdom that makes the hawk soar and spread its wings toward the south? Is it at your command that the eagle rises to the heights to make its nest? It lives on the cliffs, making its home on a distant rocky crag. From there, it hunts its prey, keeping watch with piercing eyes. Its young gulp down blood. Where there's a carcass, there you'll find it. And that is the conclusion of the bonus chapter here, Job 39. I want you to notice the continuation and the connection to the tomb. This is the creator speaking directly to Job and the servants that are there with him. Job and his friends, the ones who have brought all the accusations onto Job and provided him with all of this wisdom, the ones who know so much, right? 
And even in this questioning, notice he's saying, Job, you must respond to my to my questions that I'm giving you. This continues. I want you to understand that this understanding that your creator has, he's given it well beyond you as a human being, for you are a creation of him. And while I still have you, I wanted to give a quick plug for our sister podcast called the Modern Day Slave Podcast. It is also hosted by myself, Nakia. If you haven't checked it out, there is a link uh, as well in the description of this particular podcast. You can search it on any of your major podcast platforms. We are getting ready to also conclude season two there. And then we will start the process of transitioning over to Patreon for our main platform. So again, if you haven't already had the opportunity of subscribing on Patreon, definitely find us over on Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Nikia 17. That's patreon.com forward slash N-I-K-I-A 17. There you'll find a little piece of content that I posted just to keep people intrigued about what the platform is going to be about. And also, as you already are aware, platform. The Patreon platform is a platform that does allow for the users to support. So we would love to have your support as we continue the journey and we move over to that particular platform. So whether that be one time or whether that be a monthly support, we'd love to have your support to continue to bring you this content that we're bringing you here on an overstanding word. As we always end, we talk about the context of the scripture in which we laid out today. So please go back to yourself a favor. Realize that there are scriptures that come before as well as after the context of what we've laid out today we highly encourage you to go back and read uh, that scripture and then come back and listen to another episode here on an overstanding word like should subscribe and share but we know that this content is truly bringing about the change that we love to see in the world and that change starts with you and that's why we do this as an investment to you thank you for listening thank you for subscribing And thank you for tuning in. Peace.